Hello, everyone. Welcome to Developing Palettes. I'm Aaron Lewis coming to you from the Drew Estate Studio. With me today is June Lou, Seth Geisen from the Villager Scar Studios, John McTavish. How you guys doing? What's going on, everyone? Mr. Red, Aaron. Mm-hmm. Aaron, Seth, John, hello. Hello. June. How are you? Good evening. Good evening, June, gentlemen. Did you get a haircut? Yeah, the, the fucking bitch gave me an army cut. Look at this. Shit. It looks really bad, man. <laughs> it looks. It looks. You gotta put some stuff. In, you gotta put some stuff in your hair, man. I would. No, I would definitely swipe that. left. Uh, unfortunately, don't, 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 don't blame you. But what product? You put some product. In you gotta there. put some product. You gotta. You gotta get some volume no, in there. No, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Score some hair gel at her face next time. You, use some Pantene Pro V volumizer. That's not, you know? gonna, that's not a... gonna help you get. That's not gonna help you. <laughs> All right, so today we're talking about the Red Anchor Admiral. Cigar is the Toro 6x52. Comes out of the Kellner Boutique Factory in the Dominican Republic. Uh, wrapper is Ecuadorian Habano 2000. Uh, binder is Dominican Monte Plata. Uh, filler is uh, San Vicente, Habano 92, and Pennsylvania Broadleaf. Uh, blended by Hendrick Kellner Jr. Uh, price point is $25. Oof. Cigar was released in August of 2022. Damn! <laughs> and... We pick these cigars up from Corona Cigar Company. So if you are in Florida and near one of their locations, be sure to stop in for a cigar and libation. Uh, but if you're not, you can always go to the website or give them a call, and you can order online. They will ship to you. Um, and it's uh, always fast shipping and things like that, so it's great. Um, all right. With all that out of the way, June, what was your overall experience like with this cigar? I thought it was a great cigar. I uh... – uh, I thought it was it had really nice nuance, balance, depth, uh, really well blended. Just like you know, um, it's one of those cigars where you know you keep reaching after notes, and there's not one note that spikes over another. Um, so really, like really good harmony. Um, I rated the first third to be very good, which seldom happens. It probably has happened to like maybe I don't know four to five cigars reviewed on DP for me. So. Uh, I think it's that good. Uh, $25. Ugh. I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> All right. We can talk more of that later. Uh, Seth, what are your thoughts? I got on a tangent there. I think you we, you would have laughed, but you would have been also irritated because we wouldn't have been talking about the cigar. Um, listen, I, I, I going into this, knew this was a Kellner. I was thinking about June the entire time about <laughs> like, good. yeah, thank God I'm not smoking this in front of him. Cause he just would probably just be like, isn't this really good? Isn't this really great? Um, <laughs> it's really good. So, I mean, but it was like, listen, it, it was, it toast, damp salted wood, soft red pepper. Um, there's leather, cream, tobacco. You, you could tell it was a killer. There was, there was some skill in the blend. Um, it was a quality, there was complexity. There was some transitioning. Um, I wasn't blown away by the overall cigar. Um, the final third went downhill a little bit. Um, nice medium strength and body. Um, I was actually surprised about how, how good the how bird and draw were. Oh. Yeah. Um, I didn't think it was too full. I, I, mean, was, was, I was surprised it was as full as it was. There was there was body to it. I'll give you that. So, yeah. Um, John? Um, I, I'm, I feel like I'm kind of between the two of you. Like I, I actually, um, I was impressed. Uh, I wasn't sure what to, 
what I'd what I'd be getting for flavor profile. But um, like Jim was saying, um, there's there's a lot going on in the first third, and and it's interesting when you have a lot going on flavor wise, but like it's not super intense. So like musty tobacco, a vegetal note, which I like. I had like three different types of vegetal notes. I had sort of a basic vegetal, I had a celery, and then I had spinach with that like iron spinach flavor, and I'm like what the hell is going on? Um, but it was interesting. I like, it caught my attention. Um, and it wasn't unpleasant. Um, it was just unusual. And then the retro hell was sweet wood, milk chocolate. Um, and then the vegetal and wood kind of combined on the finish. And I was like, this is a really interesting, like, like I'm at a restaurant where the cook's trying to impress me with flavor combinations. And I was like, this, this is interesting. And then the second third, uh, I'd say was more traditional combinations. So chocolate bread, baking spices, musty wood, um, pretty consistent for the, like the profile didn't change up very much in the second third. Uh, last third kind of took on some muted bread. So it wasn't quite as dynamic. Um, baking spices were still present, wood at medium plus strength. So the wood was kind of taking over profile, a little bit of dry hay. Um, so the last, like Seth said, the last third kind of fall off for me, fell off for me. Um, and I had a perfect draw because I used a V cut, suck it. I know that, uh, that, um, uh, Klaus does not like the V cut, but, uh, you know what class, it works fine. It works fine. I had a perfect issue with, with the, it was perfect cut. Uh, unfortunately I did have to touch it up twice and I'm not going to lie. When I was touching it up, I was like minus $5 on the first touch up. And then I touched up a second time. I'm like minus another $5 on the touch up. Uh, and I let it, I let it go pretty far before I touched up. Like it was, it was probably offset by like almost three quarters of an inch by the time I touched up. So way, way further than I think normal. Anyways, all I'd say is good. What about you, Aaron? Yeah, for me, this restaurant with uh, lightly toasted cedar, light amount of mustiness and a slight wood bitterness. Uh, I got a floral note that joined in fairly quickly. And then through the first of the cigar, the components kind of moved around in intensity and the final third saw some earth join in. Um, Cigar had an interesting flavor profile, but the wood bitterness that was present throughout kind of put a bit of a damper on things for me. Um, it was just kind of hanging on around there in the background the whole time. And it was just not like I couldn't like shake it and get it out of my head and tasting it. And it was just like kind of a bummer for me the whole time. So, um, yeah, I mean, I was in my notes. I wrote, I wrote it. I hope that you guys could share a better experience with it than, than what I had. And it was like, uh, at least two of you thought it was pretty good, but um, you know, with my flavor experience and the price point, it just wouldn't be something I'd come back to. And at this price point, it's hard to want to revisit it just to see, you know, what I missed. So um, yeah, it's probably just going to be a pass for me at this point. Uh, getting the scores going to start at the top with June at 7.27. John gave it a 6.62. Seth gave it a 6.1 and I gave it a 5.45. So June, how that 7.27 match up for you? Yeah. I mean, the story of this is definitely the Habano 92, um, mixed with the Pennsylvania broadleaf yeah. and the San Vicente. Yeah. You do like so, no lore, which worked no out lore. for you. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, we know in uh, Hendrick Counter Jr. for so long, uh, you know, this combination, I told him from the get-go, I was like, you got to put this combination together, you know? It's yeah. like Big Mac meal, you know? It's yeah. going to do good. 
All right, John, 6.62. Yeah, it's a little low. Um, so we had a cigar where it was 6.85, and I was a little surprised. This actually is a little low for me, and, and I think that just comes by way of the fact that we had a, I had a trouble with the burn. So I think flavor profile-wise, this probably should be at about a 6.85, so a little closer to where June is. Um, would it justify the $25? Hard to say. But uh, it was a really interesting flavor profile, and I can't recall a time where I've had those those combinations. So, yeah, I liked it. All right, so that's 6.1. Yeah, I listen. I was bummed. I was completely bummed um on a personal level. It was really it was just <laughs> shit. Do we really need to get why, into this? Why? Did you, why? I mean, did you listen, pull up your phone and start just, texting you're like I'm so disappointed. I just know. I mean, I remember smoking it like in the final third and I was like, oh. "Damn. I don't know. Like June, we're, I I'm not a I don't know, June. I'm not a fanboy like you, man. At least I'm honest with myself. <laughs> no, I. No, I'm just great. I, I, I thought. Take listen, my twenty-four dollars. <laughs> no, I see. That's I. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna. I don't want to say what I was gonna say. You, you but just no, you I, felt like Jack slipping off in the Atlantic Ocean and just falling to the watery depths. I just felt that. I just felt that. I just felt that there just wasn't. They could have. I don't know. They could, have done, they could have done better. It could have been more, more engaging, more rich. I think when you have the last name Kellner and you see what Davidoff's putting out and you see the prices you're putting out, you can go $5 cheaper and maybe not have to work as hard. I don't know. I, I feel like they've made better blends than this. I think they could have made a better blend than this. I have more to say on that after Aaron goes. Uh, yeah, my 5.45 matches up well. Um, you know, I thought the average... The flavor profile was average throughout, and that that wood bitterness is like kind of was like in the back, just pink, just tapping me on the back like mm. the whole time. It's like I'm here. Don't forget, I'm here. I'm here. You <laughs> <laughs> can't enjoy the cigar. I'm here. So it tastes better, doesn't it? <laughs> that's right. Um, I also had some burn issues. I mean, uh, screwing out twice on me, so I had some relates that kind of bumped it out. So yeah, mid fives. I mean. Mid fives, I'm not going to come back to anyway. But at 25 bucks, I'm definitely not going to come back to it. So it's it's a bummer because I was really, I was really interested in this cigar. Um, you know, Hendrick Kellner Jr. blended that uh, smoking jacket that June and I really loved a few years back, and I was mm-hmm. kind of hoping for something like, and that was a much cheaper, way way cheaper cigar than this. Um, so I was hoping at 25 bucks we were going to see like something that was going to knock it completely yeah. out of the park, but it just that wasn't there, and you know. <laughs> Uh, I'll talk about the final thoughts. All right. Uh, so final thought time. Let's go for it. So I think that, first of all, um, and I've said this, I don't know how many times now, but if you have a $25 cigar, uh, I shouldn't have to touch it up. And I certainly shouldn't have to touch it up twice. And you definitely shouldn't have to relight. And I'll be frank. If I spent $25 on a cigar and I had to relight, I probably want my money back. When you spend $25, I I really expect the burn and draw to be very good to amazing yeah it, it should be we we should have and listen there's a lot of companies here who produce cigars that that smoke wonderfully <clears throat> and if it's not going to smoke well there's an understanding with the wrapper you know what i mean mm-hmm. like i can understand depending on the wrapper we are smart enough smokers that we can look at a wrapper and be like yes like i we can go back to the Casada. I still think that Ecuador and Corojo with how that wrapper is. I think one of the reasons why there were some burn issues the on mine boy. is because it's, yeah, it's a thick wrapper. Thick it's, boy. 
what it's you do? like a Connecticut Havana wrapper. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, you have to understand that. This is an Ecuadorian Havana 2000 wrapper. Come on, man. So, like, you know? if this cigar was $18.99, I think that would be a radically different market position. And I think, you know, my yep. overall mm-hmm. take on it would be a lot less. But, like, when you move up to $25, I'm like, you know, it was good. It was interesting. But would I drop $25 on it? Almost certainly not. Would I drop $18.99 on it? I might be convinced to do that. But 25 is just would be a bridge too far for me. And we don't score based on on that for the flavor profile. But I'm just saying, you know, if I were to go to buy it, that's that's going to factor in for sure. Well, it, 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 I, I don't even think it has a flavor profile that really... I, I don't think... I don't know. I mean, June, you can say... Maybe you can. I, I don't think it's a flavor profile that's really attractive. There's nothing about it that's like, yes, I, I'm yeah. going to smoke this again. I I kind of had pretty much like opposite thoughts of you, Seth. I, when I was smoking it, I thought, man, you know, this was what Davidoff still should be, but they took the wrong turn and, um, you know, Connor Jr. and in this factory, um, they're, they're, they're picking up the slack that Davidoff has left hanging, um, which is disappointing because we all know Davidoff has a ton of great aged tobacco, but they seem to not kind of feel, I feel like they don't have the right chefs anymore, you know? Yeah. Um, So, but then again, the $25 price point, you could argue and say like, well, it's certainly maybe five, ten bucks cheaper than Davidoff, but at the same time, it's still really freaking expensive. I mean, I, I can't help but think there's a cigar that we did another review of, and I could smoke four of those or one of this, and that's hard for me to say, man, that was a pretty good cigar all the way through, and I get to you that four times, you know, that kind of that kind of uh, math starts to factor in here for me because I'm kind of a cheap guy, so. Because yeah, with Davidoff, you have the followers of like, you know, the the the, the wealthier golf guys, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and just kind of more status kind of guys that like to smoke that brand. Whereas you pitch something like the Red Anchor, you you, you lost all of that marketing. So, you know, coming out with the twenty five dollars cigar is really aggressive. Just holding on to that counter name, in which most people that smoke Davidoff, I don't think they would understand that. Mm-hmm. They don't have that association with counter. So. Yeah, Sorry, I mean, I um, and in, in this United portfolio, I mean, when you see the $25 price point, you're like, you're kind of getting close to the Adobe, Byron, Bandolero stuff, but you're Which, not quite there. So maybe you're looking for like that middle ground yeah. spot, but like 25 is not mm. 25 is not middle ground, even though they do have some very expensive cigars in that, that portfolio. Um, and with the Red Anchor name, there's no, like yeah, nobody no knows this there. name from it being like the original cigar brand or whatever they're you know, saying that this is historic historical uh, aspect is like nobody knows that name, and you're asking twenty five bucks. That's kind of maybe a tough sell. So you like, how does this? How do you get this sold? You know, is it just the luxury smokers that are you could put whatever in their hand and they're gonna spend spend twenty five bucks on it? So I don't know. It's, that's my th- thoughts on it. Yeah, because Seth, I mean, you have at, at Phil's, you get a good amount of like Davidoff guys, right? Um, Will they? Will, can you pitch something like that to them? No, they wouldn't pitch. No, no. Hmm. it's it'd be hard, man. No, it comes down to brands. I think with Davidoff, yeah. Davidoff people have always understood, and I bet there's even, I don't know, 
some of these prices that, you know, I've looked at some of this stuff. I'm like, man, maybe I should spend some more time in cigar shops just to see how people are reacting. Cause it's one of these things. Yeah. I, you know, I look at some of these prices. I'm like, good Lord. Like, yeah. it's just. Yeah. I'm curious to see what our average review cigar price is compared. Cause from 2020 to 2021, it was a pretty big jump. It was like three to $4 more on average. On average this yeah. year is probably going to be. Quite a, quite a bit more than that, I would think. So. Oh, I, I would assume so. Yeah. So we'll okay. see how it goes. Good times. All right. Wherever you're catching this video, be sure to like and subscribe. Check out the full written review on the website, developmentpalace.com. Follow us on the social media channels, and you can catch all of our review recaps on podcasts. So iTunes, Google Play, and Podbean. Thank you for tuning in. We will catch you in the next one. All aboard. <laughs>